What up, what up? Welcome to the Real Deal Villa podcast. I'm talking faith, food, family, and fitness. I share all about my fitness journey and different things about my life. I have the occasional guest to talk about different topics with me. I hope your ears are blessed. Let the beat drop. Brandon, man, I'm so glad that you uh, jumping on the podcast. How's it make you feel? Good. First Good. one. Listen first to, one. Yeah, listen to many a podcast, and I think that's the first one I've actually been on. So What? Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Well, shoot. Everybody's in for a treat, man. They get to get to tap into your uh your knowledge and your experience so i've uh we've recently reconnected so we we know each other we live both lived in wichita slash derby kansas for some time how long have you guys been gone from derby uh six years yeah we left in 2016 so six years and we kind of had a little bit of interaction through text messaging and um social media since then but i was off social for a whole year i jumped back got on instagram and i'm i'm sure i followed you or something and so just kind of catching up and figuring out where you are in life and what i've seen in some of your instagram stories and posts lately is you've made a you've made a change in your life moving more towards getting healthier being healthier and so uh-huh. yeah so one of the things that i i love to hear from people one of my main questions I have for anybody is how does a person change? Like, how do you, how do you change? Cause there's a lot of things that in my life I see that I'm not 100% happy with. And I'm always like, well, what do I do to change it? So there's some things that have been with me my entire life. And I feel like maybe I've changed a little, but I've not changed a lot. But then you hear stories about people who one day, they say, oh man, I just decided to, to be different. I saw a picture and I, I didn't like the way I looked or my wife sat down and had a conversation with me and, and said something needed to be different. Or I was playing with my kids and I got winded after five minutes and I realized if I didn't change something, then I wouldn't be able to play with my kids much, you know, or keep up with them, whatever it is. Yeah. So talk to me about kind of that moment of decision um, for you of saying, hey, something's Something's got to give, something's got to change. And uh, maybe what led you to that point and then how you, some of the things you're doing to, to enact that change in your life. I know that's a lot, but you yeah, know, no, absolutely. where you will. Yeah. So the catalyst moment, if you will, was someone told me, Hey, you are not the person you were before. Mm. And that, that struck deep, like an arrow quickly, you know? Wow. So, um, and was it a, someone close to you or your spouse or a friend or. It was, it was, it was actually Chris. It was Chris Cernan, oh. your nephew. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, really? He said that to yeah. you. Through discussion. That's Maybe not bold... the exact words, right? But those are the ones I heard. That's kind you of know. a bold move on his yeah, part. Yeah, it is. But, you know, when you, when you live through life with people and seasons, you know, I even, I reconnected with him and saw his change and, you know, he even, he, he even called me coach. And I thought that was interesting. The fact that like, I'm mm. probably close to the heaviest I've been. And, uh, and then, you know, the, so I spent, for those that don't know, I spent 14 years in the air force and, and I've always enjoyed learning. And one of the things that we had there was the comprehensive airman fit airman fitness, and it had pillars. So, uh, physical, emotional, um, 
physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Okay. Four pillars of health. And um, so, you know, I, you know, prior to, you know, this stuff kind of taking a step back and realizing I wasn't at my healthiest in all four of those areas, I found myself as uh, no longer um, not even being at the top of my game, but even being high average in those areas. So, you know, uh, I fought uh, one of the big things that put me into an area that I was not comfortable with myself. Um, 18 months ago, uh, I, I started working for a new business. It was a startup business. We did e-commerce selling apparel decoration equipment. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I thought I was in a good place to help grow something, learn something. You know, I even went to them looking for a job saying, hey, I want to lead people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and they told me, they said, we don't have a spot for you to lead people right now, but we want to grow this business to a point to where you might be able to. So I never did sales before. I learned sales. And, uh, from the get go, our mindsets were different. You know, they were doing sales for the dollar and I wanted to do sales in which we changed people's lives. For sure. We had, we had good equipment, you know, and especially that was, uh, August of 2020. And, um, a lot of people had already been sent home because of COVID, right? COVID March, April of 2020 people like I can do something from home. So making t-shirts, their own brand hats, that's what we were selling, the Mm. ability to do that. So, um, you know, in my learning process, 2012, I read Start With Why, uh, and I had my daily mantra. I want to get up every- You're referencing Simon Simon Sinek, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So every morning, I wanted to get up and help people be better today than they were yesterday and, and put a game plan in place to be better tomorrow than they are today. So I- did sales fulfill that in me? Not necessarily, but I able to have, I was able to have conversations with people that I then could, you know? So, you know, over those 18 months, there's been uh, six or seven uh, companies or people that have grown that I've really uh, enjoyed having that relationship with and that conversation in. Um, but every day still I was going to business and every decision was based on a dollar, not yeah. on a human being. Right. And, over time, over time, that became something that kept just eating at me. Uh, there's a story um, around Christmas that um, the the company I was a part of was a sister company of another, but they worked so closely together that you really couldn't differentiate the two okay. behind closed doors. Well, at oh. our Christmas party, the one company all got Christmas bonuses mm. and, and my side didn't even get a Christmas card. Ooh. And it, it tore at me like, no joke, you know, I'll, I'll hand you my man card and four others, but I went home crying. <laughs> oh, man. I, I literally couldn't handle myself because it's like they valued the dollar more than they valued. We took, yeah. we took it from $400,000 in revenue in 2021, no, 2020, mm-hmm. to uh, $2.96 million in 2021. Yeah. And there was, so, so you added all kinds of value. Well, yeah, value to the company, um, money to the in people's pockets, owners' pockets. Yeah. Then there wasn't so much as a fifty dollar gift card to go grab some dinner. Right. Yeah. That's right, tough, right next to watching other people get theirs. You know oh, what I mean? That's brutal. What yeah, I mean, did think about so not to go too far off on that tangent, but did management or ownership like acknowledge or or they just act like didn't happen or what? 
when I when I went and brought up the situation, they said, "Hey, it was a misstep, and we'll fix it." And still to the day, it didn't get fixed. You know, oh so really? Still not fixed. Wow. Um, yeah, so it struggled with me, and and you know, my wife constantly just seeing me, and she's just like, "Hey, I know, I know what you like to do, and I know these things, and if they're just going to keep frustrating you, you're you can walk away whenever you're ready. We don't oh. need." So it was, you know, always great to have Ashley, um, support me. She always has for sure. Um, you know, and you know, through times, you know, a, another reference back to something and we did financial peace, right. 10, 12 years ago, we're debt free and we live off a single income even yeah. when we have two. So literally, um, get back to so move forward or get back from spending a weekend with Chris and his wife kind of have that, that month, like I got back in town on Sunday, Monday, I put in my two weeks notice. I was yeah. like, I'm done. I'm so done. all this time. So you're, you start working for this company, you've got a vision, you've got a hope things aren't playing out. So how, what, what kind of um, like, which one of these four pillars was affected during that time and how, I think you mentioned all four of them, but yeah. like, yeah, because all four just, of them matter. Right. But so did you, you know, just lose habits or routine or what I, happened there? I, I did. Uh, um, you know, for those that are close to me, know I love reading. I love learning. I didn't read a book in 2021, <laughs> you know, wow. the whole time I'm there. So I didn't read. So that was kind of one of those things. Socially, um, no one in my circle challenged me. Mm. You know, and I gave up circles, not even on purpose, but just not. And like literally yeah. since, since seeing Chris, you and I reconnected, yeah. uh, you know, those in my military channels that I've had before we reconnected. That's awesome. Um, you know, like you're talking about, you went snowboarding. We, uh, they called me because I texted them that day. I was like, hey, I, my two weeks is in. I'm going back to taking care of myself. They're like, hey, let's go ice fishing. Yeah. I don't, I don't like cold and I don't like fishing, but in March we're going ice fishing because, <laughs> because the interaction with friends is more important, right? Yeah. Like it'll yeah. be cool, but um, I'll, I'll freeze my tail off, but hopefully, you know, yeah. the time spent will be much, uh, much more than the fish. That we sounds get. awesome. Where are you guys going for that? So the, the kids in that invited us is in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, but he says about five hours north of that. So I think we're like right on the Canadian border. Okay. All right. One of the great yeah. lakes then. Yeah, I guess I'll let you know when I get back. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, okay. So go ahead and pick up. Um, you were so, saying, yeah. You, yeah. So social health was one, you know, right. no one cha challenged me, you know, and, and that's important. Uh, physical health. I, I hadn't seen the gym in a year. Now I hadn't seen the gym in the year before that either, uh, <laughs> but I knew it was important. So yeah, you know, it, and all this. So I saw Chris make his change. I saw the things around me socially, um, you know, that I wasn't challenged and, and every day I was fighting a battle of, can I build a business off of my values or am I continuing to build a business under values I don't agree with? Mm. Uh, so I was like, yeah. I, so pulled it literally uh, without going any more into that business because there were some crazy things in those last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I made a plan and made it as simple as possible because I knew mm. if I bit off mm. more than I could chew, because I have in the past, I've jumped in the gym and tried to bench as much as I could or or squat as much. My simple thing was uh, my morning routine right now is get up, get the kids to school, go to the gym eat a good breakfast, do a domestic duty, read 10 pages. And then after 12 o'clock, it's the next thing. What's Small a domestic chunk. duty? Like wash the dishes, vacuum, Laundry, sweep, vacuum, sweep, right? <clears throat> uh, 
um, yeah. And it's a, it's a domestic duty. It's not a, it's not a, a wife's duty. It's not a female's duty. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, even being, yeah. even being a stay at home dad, I mean, I'm in Southeast Missouri and there's a lot of things that people don't understand what they say and what it means. Um, but mm. you know, Hey, you know, cause I have, this is the second go around of being a uh, stay at home dad. Hey, Oh, you're so your wife makes all the money. Yeah, absolutely. She sure does. Uh, yeah. you yeah, about you're gonna watch the kids or whatever, and like I don't watch the kids; they're my kids. <laughs> you know, I don't babysit. Yeah, right. My, I my yeah, kids. I'm so, raising my children. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, exactly. So you know, this time um, I'm not homeschooling them; they are in school. So there's a little bit of difference with that. Leave me a lot of free time, and yeah. Uh, but you know, I said we're I'm two weeks in, and I haven't missed the gym yet. You know, and having my rest days on Sunday, eating better. I mean, um, you know, using. Chris as a, an advisor through his, uh, you know, first, the form. first form. Yeah. I got so did he that. help? He got you set up on macros and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting to see like, man, I'm full every day and I'm only eating 2,600 calories when yeah. who knows? I mean, I was a four soda, five soda kind of guy day. Really? You know, not a bunch of sugar, huh? Yeah. Just drink a soda on the way to work, wow. drink soda at lunch or whatever, just to keep yeah going and you know so my food's better you know o- overnight oats is a big thing i picked up this week yeah yeah uh, those are great what do you put in them all right so i uh oats what is it it's oats yogurt some milk yeah yolk uh oh, sorry oats milk yeah. y- greek yogurt uh-huh. chai, chai seeds and maple syrup and that's okay. my favorite that's my base oats, uh-huh. uh, which is good. It shocked yeah. me big time at, that it, it's, it's really good. It's delicious. You eat it cold? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've and done then that uh, I did uh, yesterday, I did peanut butter and jelly. Add a scoop of peanut butter and scoop of jelly in the oats. Add yeah. a little protein in it. and Mix that up. Mix that's that up cool. and ate it. Yeah. Yeah. I almost so couldn't I've... finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's been a big change for me. Um, for a long time, I was doing keto low carb and I did well. And, uh, and I lost, I think at the most, it was 27 pounds I lost on keto, which, so I was at 229. It took me down to 202 and I felt great. I still had a little bit of a pudge in my midsection, but, um, I I felt a million times better. Went from a, almost a 40 waist to 36, which was a big deal for me. Um, but I started, seeing a, um, a coach and he was telling me, talking to me about fueling my body for workouts and that kind of thing. And told me to reintroduce oats and rice and, uh, more carbs. And so I was telling him, I was like, on any given day, I eat any, you know, under a hundred carbs at least because I've cut out so much of that stuff. And he was like, nah, bro. (laughs) He was like, you need more than that. And so one of the things I've been doing are the overnight oats. And so I'll do the oats. I like to do a scoop of uh, vanilla protein, blueberries and then i'll use like almond milk or coconut milk or something and then i also do the chia seed in there and so i'll eat that or i'll do a snack where i do a couple scoops of greek yogurt drizzle some honey sprinkle some oats on top and then throw in some blueberries and it's so good man yeah yeah i mean that kind of stuff like adding variety i just asked chris the other day because (laughs) you know you can only eat so much chicken (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's tough. I mean, I, I don't think I've hit like they want me to eat 240 grams of protein. Wow. So, so I'm at 
um, when I left and, and weight doesn't even match like my health, right? Like we'll talk about full picture, you know, 265 was, is what I was at. And I'm, I'm just under six, two. Um, so I was 265. I'm already down to 256, 255. So nice. 10 pounds. So, I mean, obviously that's all just garbage weight. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But it matters. It does. And being in yeah, the gym, because you're but, probably carrying a bunch of inflammation and so yeah. you're holding on to all that water weight. So you probably, you'll start to feel way better. And I'm sure you have, you get moving, you clean up your diet a little bit, you shed 10 pounds of water weight and inflammation. I mean, yeah. that in and of itself is, is a big deal. And then I'm not, and then, you know, I'm not going into work carrying something that doesn't make sense. You know, like mm-hmm. for me, like, Hey, I want to go in, you know, talk to my, we, we ended up adding three staff. Um, you know, uh, at one point we had four, we let one go in December because, uh, his passion was not sales, his passion's uh-huh. music. Um, and, uh, there's a good chance you might see him on TV real soon. You huh. know, you got, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Uh, be able to say, yeah, I know that guy, but, uh, yeah, yeah. um, you know, like I'm able now to have conversations that it's not, Hey, and, and literally when I left uh, in the last two weeks, when I was leaving there, I had to call seven or eight customers that I really got close with and had to let them know like, Hey, you and me were working together and we still can, and I can still work at getting you these things, but I have to leave this business for my own well being. Like wow. I told, I even told my bosses like, Hey, I'm leaving because of mental health. Um, okay. You know, and, and which is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, I think you and I, might've texted and talked a little bit about it. I know Chris and I definitely did that. There's no middle ground. Like we talk about mental health and, and mental health is like, Oh, they're good. Cause they haven't said anything to me or they're smiling and we think they're good at zero. And then mental health 100 as in being, or however scale you want to put it as, Oh my goodness, they're going to commit suicide. And mm-hmm. right, but, right, right. But, but there's a huge gap between, Hey, I think they're good. And, uh, and they're really not. Um, so to say like, Hey, I'm having like, even knowing I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to self-harm. It's still tough to tell people like, Hey, I left because of mental health, because there's only two extremes because one, you know, there's a, uh, a, a stigma, right? Right. Sure. Mental health. Um, so it's hard to even talk about it anyway, because people already have a stigma to it, but then yeah. to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm self-aware of my mental health and it ain't good. And then to try to explain it to someone, it's like speaking another language. For sure. And, you know, I, so I think maybe we, when we talked, I threw out the phrase, the great resignation. Have, are you familiar with that phrase? Right. How everyone's just kind of leaving because they're like, hey, I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah. Well, more I can do. I just looked it up real quick. It just says uh, in the recent months, what's been dubbed the great resignation, the popular phrase refers to the roughly 33 million Americans, 33 million Americans who have quit their jobs since spring of 2021. So it wasn't even 2020 during right. the height of the pandemic spring of 2021. People are just like, I'm out of here. Um, and so there was a lot of, you know, you, you battle back and forth. Like, I mean, I'm just going to use a phrase. You, am I a little bitch? You know, like, can I just not, handle this job? Is it too stressful? Or uh, you even ask yourself, am I not grateful? Right. You probably had a really good or a fairly decent income for the job you're doing, which is really helping to cover the bills and have extra money and that kind of thing, pay debt, do all those things. I mean, I was making pretty good money with the company I was at. Actually, I was making the most money I ever made with any company. 
and I was bored with my, with my work. Um, I was stressed because I had all these other things going on and I was probably somewhat depressed because I sat in a room in front of a computer by myself for eight hours a day, Monday through Friday. And uh, most of the time I would choose relationship over work. So if someone wanted to go have lunch, I'm like, I'm going to lunch. And if it takes me two hours, it takes me two hours because I'm, I value people more than I do this, yeah. this job, you know? And right. so I was like, am I not grateful? I'm making good money. And, and, you know, to say people would ask me all the time, how's it going? I'm like, man, I'm just not happy. I'm just not happy with my job. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. And, and, you know, it, there is a stigma. Someone's like, Oh, well, you're not happy. You should be happy. You're making the most money you've ever made in your entire life. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. That's not not, everything. Yeah. But that's not everything. And I mean, we're part of a group of people. I just had a a coffee meeting with a a friend of mine here in Wichita who started a, um, a content strategy company. And she was saying the same thing. She was like, "I, I couldn't do it. I could not be in the corporate setting. Like I, you know, I wasn't being heard. I couldn't lead the way I wanted to lead these kinds of things. She was like, I had to get out of there. And so there's 33 million Americans who said the same thing. The like, exact same thing, right? I don't want to do this anymore. This yeah. is not fulfilling. This, this isn't worth it. It's good money. It's not worth my time. And it's not worth the way that I feel on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I got to go back to the fact that like, we were able to make a decision based on, you know, Ashley and I have been married 17 years in March, you know, being financially uh, um, free, stable, it, you know, those kind of things in place allowed me to, you know, what they pretty much say, give the middle finger and walk out. Right. Like, you know, that'd be a different situation if I didn't have that. So like Way different, yeah. definitely blessed in the fact that I was able to walk through some things before this. But then since that's that, that one area is good, you know what I mean? I'm able to then to say, Hey, these other areas are not. So yeah, great resignation. I get to walk out, which it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that you pointed out into that. You said, Hey, it happened in 2021, not in 2020 and COVID, but COVID was when the businesses pushed everyone out. You know what I mean? They laid everyone off. They said, Hey, don't come back because we don't. And then the, you know, the rebound is, Hey, you weren't for us during this time. Right. And I know that maybe I'm for something else. It's our time to walk out, you know, and, and yeah. basically put the power in their own hands. Yeah. So That's, I know, you know, it's kind of that, um, I thought about two things as you were saying that Bill Hybels had a book and he talked about, I think it was seasons. Um, but one of it is work and he talks about passion and pay. And he says, very, very, very few people get to uh, work and their passion and pay both fit in their one job that they had. A lot of times you go to you go to a job that is your high passion and it fulfills you, but it doesn't put bread on the table. You know, so then you do an extra job to fulfill the pay or vice versa. You go you go nine to five for pay and then you side hustle or you're around something else for passion. so it's kind of, I think it kind of falls in that. Like if you're able to, this is the time, you know, Hey, my ability to do my job does not match what I want to do. It's time for me to step out. Right. Like I'm a fish in a tree, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I want to, I want to be in the water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, there's two things I want to hit on. Yeah. Um, so one, you talked, we, so we talked a little bit about your health journey, 
you're trying to, I guess, get back in shape, lose some weight, changing your diet, do those kinds of things. And that's, that's the most recent thing you've done to kind of see some change happen in your life. You also left your job, but not everybody can like just up and leave their job. You did mention financial peace university. I know that it's, it's not for everybody, whatever, but you know, if somebody's listening and they're just thinking to themselves, like, man, I would love to leave, but I don't even know where to start. And I'm up to, I'm up to my ears in debt kind of thing. Yeah. Um, hit on two things. What's the easiest way someone can start to make a change in their financial world. And then a, an easy thing they can do to make a change in their, their health world, their fitness. Yeah. world. So uh, I've actually been working through this, you know, like I said, every morning I want to get up to help people be better today than they were yesterday yeah. and have a game plan to be better tomorrow than they are today. And I kind of broke it down. I said, every, everyone has a want, right? Everyone has a desire. Hey, I don't want to be here. I want to be healthier. Right. And yeah. then everyone has a rough idea of what that looks like. Yeah. Hey, I, uh, I, maybe I need to go to the gym. Maybe I need another job. Maybe, um, maybe I need a, a book club or a mastermind. Right. So you, you have your wants and you have your rough idea. And then everyone has the question, Hey, when do I start? How do I do it? Right. What, where do I go? Right. So who, when, when, where, how? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, I think it's really cool. It's something, I mean, I'm not personally doing it now, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And that's to be an advocate for people. Like yeah. I, I want to have that personal journey one-on-one to hold your hand through that process, whatever it might be. Like, yeah. Hey, I want to get healthier. Okay, cool. Let's talk. What does healthy look like to you? Sure. Right. Cause healthy, you know, my mental health led to me going back to the gym. Right. I, I knew I was out of shape, but I don't want to be 200 pounds and ripped and cut to be physically healthy. Sure. I knew I had to have a stress reliever that I haven't had in a year in yeah. order for my mental health. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think, you know, like you said, financial peace isn't for anyone. For me, what it was, it was a game plan of years of having people talk and learning different stress relief, what's mental health, what's, the comprehensive airman fitness, uh, reading books. So I knew what I wasn't doing the last year that I was doing before I was in the gym. I was reading books. I I had balance, you know, on a macro level, I had balance, you know, all my day to day stuff isn't balanced, but on a yearly it's balanced. Um, so I, that's what I did. I said, Hey, I cut it down, made a choice. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat something good. Basically, I'm going to fuel my gym. I'm going to be around people that challenge me and I'm going to do something for my house. Right. You know, because now that, you know, uh, you you could definitely trigger a spouse if you don't work all day, quote unquote, work all day, (laughs) which I I really don't work. Um, Yeah. Let's say that I'm I, I left something that wasn't good and now I am working. Maybe I'm working from home on the computer. I'll alleviate a stress or do something in the house for the family. Right. So I just pick those things and those are my things. I check them off every day, get that little dopamine hit, hit my check, my checklist and, and then reaching out, you know, and trying to help people. So uh, I ran a a long way around the circle to say, if somebody wants to make a change, identify it, right. Call it what it is. You know, if it's, you know, use the right words. If it's depression, it's depression. If it's sadness, it's sadness. If it's discomfort, it's discomfort. And then move forward. What is it? How can I do it? And if you want just someone else to talk, I mean, 
you can shoot down any of my information. I'm okay with that. We can just talk it through. I'm not an expert, but I'm willing to be a human element to hold your hand and ask you questions. Yeah. I'll ask you five whys without saying anything else if I need to. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, man. And I was going to ask you if you didn't mind sharing your email with people. So if somebody wanted to reach out and just connect and say, Hey, I, you know, you're, you're doing something I, I would like to do. Can you, can you help me out? You said you're not an expert, but, um, my definition of an expert is someone who knows more about something than I do. And so, you know, if you know more than I do, you're, you're more of an expert than I am in that regard. So what's your email that people can reach you at? Yeah. So it's brandon.toll, T-U-L-L at gmail.com. Cool. And if you want to Instagram, look me up. It's at team underscore toll. Team toll. Yes. Awesome. And you have any final thoughts before we, we call it? No, this was, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And, uh, man, you know, I think Chris even told me, he said, if you get 1% better every day, you're over 300% better than you were the year before. So, um, any conversation, any of those little things that, you know, look something up and follow it through, uh, have a conversation that you, you think you need to have reach out. I mean, everyone's connectable now, yeah. so don't, Dude, uh, don't build your own obstacles. And, uh, and live by your own scorecard. I mean, that's one thing I, I wanted to say earlier and it came back around, make yeah. your own scorecard and live by that. Don't live by anyone else's. That's a, that's a good bit of advice there. I love that idea of 1% better every day. You're over 300% better by the end of the year. If you're an investor, a three X <laughs> return on an investment is an amazing return. Right. So if you invest a hundred bucks and you at the end of the year, you've got 300 bucks, man, that's a, that's a damn good investment. Sign me up for that one. Yeah. So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to jump back on sometime and talk finances. I really would like to dive more into, um, you know, a while back I'd reached out to, you know, I was like, Hey, I want to start a finance podcast. And then I disappeared off the face of the planet. And we don't have to do a whole finance podcast, but I'd love to have you back on to kind of talk about some of that stuff. And I'm sure uh, people will be hearing from you a little bit more. We've, we've reconnected and we've got some things in the works just to network and help each other on a, you know, as much as we can. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Anytime. My time is your time. So anything I can do to help you, let me know. Oh, that's a big statement. <laughs> but, but it's true. Yeah. Awesome. Well, man, I appreciate it, Brandon. Thanks. No problem.